Peace. Peace. Thank you for coming to the platform and um, discussion with us. We wanted to uh, build with you uh, today and, um, you know, uh, get the people to know more about some of the things that you do. What we like to do with at Knowledge Reign Supreme on our podcast, we like to showcase uh, different people in our community that are doing positive things. And um, we know that you've been doing positive things. Our brother, I rule, you know, he spoke very highly of the work that you've done. And so we wanted to bring you here on the platform to discuss, you know, you. Uh, and um, we wanted to learn a little bit about the Earth Cipher and some of the other things that you do. So welcome to the platform. Peace. Well, thank you very much for having me. Um, I am Umi Sudan Earth, reflecting the light of Lord Hashem, Master God Allah. And we reside in Divine Allah, which is Dallas, Texas. Um, and so I'm here. I've been working with the 5% newspaper for a while in regards to content, but for the last year and a half, They've included um, a public, a part of the publication called the Earth Cipher, which is content for the original woman by the original woman. And so that has been a vehicle and a platform to give women in the culture a voice. And I'm very proud to be able to offer and make that space available for the sisters in the culture. That's good, that's good. That's very positive. Um, so what are some of the things that, uh, you know, you get the showcase in the Earth Cipher uh, with the other sisters. Well, I mean, within the the print content, it's a variety of topics that we discover and discuss. Um, and from those topics, there's a Facebook group, and so oftentimes those topics become conversation in the Facebook group. Um, there's a Facebook page called the Earth Cipher, and then there is a, a Facebook group that supports that page. Um, within the group, it is specifically for women within the culture who bear witness that the Black man is God and who are in their studies or who have knowledge 120 lessons. And so we are able to go into very interesting conversations within that group in a space where it's the equivalent of an earth cipher. And so we get to express um, content and ideas that are specific to the culture um, without the noise of other um, ideas and perspectives from various other cultures being part of that conversation. So you have people who are new to the culture, new to getting lessons, um, some who may be still getting familiar with the um, the dietary law, um, you have, and we had a sister recently over the past weekend with her um, educator, she acknowledged 120 lessons. And so she's getting a huge amount of support and love shown to her within the group just for coming through and making that milestone. So really striving to advocate the fundamental cultural tenets of the culture in regards to the, the, the dress, the wardrobe, the dietary law, um, the studying of the lessons, supporting sisters within that student-teacher relationship um, and coming through those, um, as we call, training units. And so it's, it's a very great space within that platform for women to connect that may be spread all over the country. And we have people in various states. 
in addition to that, um, the content within the newspaper is able to go out and reach people who may be incarcerated. Um, and then also those who may not particularly know about who and what we are as a culture. The paper has been in print for 25 um, years going now. And so this last year and a half, the goal, my goal of adding on has been to expand the female readership and give the women specifically a place to find content for themselves. So we review various um, artists. Um, so you have musical reviews that are done. Um, peace to my eye sincere who does the um, reviews for the Earth Cipher. It could be an education piece. We have a variety of professional educators, be it from the traditional school perspective or from a co-op or homeschool perspective. So just a variety of topics that can enhance the original woman. Okay. So uh, what I want to know is, so you mentioned that maybe people who are incarcerated, are you helping sisters who are incarcerated as well? Indirectly. If they reach out, you know, the content is available for them. Um, and then in addition to that, uh, I'm in Dallas. So we have a website, divinalaw5percent.com. And oftentimes we're contacted um, for a variety of reasons, but it also includes sisters or brothers who may be coming out of the inner cipher, interior cipher, and they're coming into the free world and they're looking for people who are in their area, Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas are pretty notorious for the prison system, you know. So a lot of times individuals are coming out of those particular systems into a more uh, civilized world and they're looking to, to find, you know, true and living. And so we strive to be a vehicle, be it man or woman, for them to connect with someone, you know, close to them. So not so, I haven't had a lot of female um, inmates correspondence while there has been some it is there and it is available for them though oh so uh, uh, program in the future then with uh sisters that you know want to receive the knowledge of self coming from the inner cipher to the free cipher and um uh, you know a program helping those sisters reestablish themselves in the community you know because i experienced the inner cipher from you know a god's point of view and, you know, coming from the inner cipher to the free cipher, you have to make a transition in order to change your reality, you know, from where you were before and to where you're now. Because the knowledge that you acquire, you have to be accountable for it. You know what I'm saying? And so we believe in the same thing, sister, being able to help people, you know, make that transition. Because, you know, coming from a, a, a position like that where you're basically sacrificing your, your freedom, you know, but you're still able to maintain the freedom of your mind, you know, that shows the strength uh, of that individual and their ability to build. So when they come out into the free cipher with that guidance and with that support system, they're able to build that reality that they now have the knowledge on how to build, whereas before they may not have had the knowledge. So we definitely support, um, you know, anybody that wants to help people like that, mainly because of the personal experience that we share with our brothers and sisters in that community. So with yeah. that being with that being said, sister, um, let's tell us a little bit about, you know, your um, 
you know, how you got into uh, the nation and how it's impacted you, the culture has impacted you. Indeed. Well, I oftentimes begin um, introducing myself very simply. I'm a woman, I'm a daughter, I'm a sister, I'm a mother, I'm a wife, I'm a teacher, I'm an advocate, I'm an activist, uh, I'm a creator, I'm an intellectual, I'm a business owner, uh, I'm a mentor, I'm an organizer, I am a poet, a vocalist, I'm an MC. That's kind of how I got started in the creative realm. Um, I'm a queen by mathematical definition because I acknowledge who God is and I'm an earth by choice. And I edit the paper, the 5% uh, newspaper in regards to the earth cipher for the sisters. And that's the biggest reflection of who I am. Um, I want for my sisters what I indeed want for myself. I've been on my personal journey since 1999 and it didn't start out by way of the 5% culture, although the nation was very influential and I did not quite know it in the beginning. It kind of had to come full circle for me. Um, so when I, I'd have to go back and start with my relationship with my God. So when I met my God, it was late 2010 going into 2011. And he had a website, uh, the NGE in Sudan, dot name.com was the website and it had become a very notable source for people looking to connect online because at that point there really wasn't a lot of dot coms that were nation specific right so my background I have a, a experience in um, graphics I'm, I'm a jack of all trades I guess is the best way I should have been a Jamaican but I'm born here right in the good old state of America in Texas. So um, I met him. He needed some graphic work done, some website work. This was my observation upon meeting him. So that's where our friendship started at. And I was already cultured. Um, I already had the knowledge of myself. And I felt like this was a great opportunity to help this platform in addition to he and I starting to talk. So and us communicating and developing a friendship and, and into a relationship, this website became the labor of love for us. And so um, I helped him with the website. It began to grow leaps and bounds. At that point, um, we're in Dallas, which is, Tex is in Texas. Texas is in Region 5. Region 5 had not had a growth and development conference. So we moved in to start to organize towards a growth and development conference. And that website became that vehicle. Um, my God made sure to put me in contact with, you know, very qualified and well-invested people in the culture uh, when I was coming up in, in the earlier part. So I was building with sisters who have been around for understanding that site for years or more. And very much in love with the culture, very much earth, very much living it. And so that's where I started getting my information and learning more of the background for the women, which is what fueled me wanting to create, you know, opportunity and space for women to have a, a voice. There's been content, um, the 14th degree and beyond, which was Fiona and 
Malaysia, Victorious, Earth. It was a variety of sisters who were a part of that. So coming in and seeing that there had been work that had been done, I just kind of wanted to continue to add on. Um, so that website grew and it created an opportunity for networking to occur. My company is Brown Mood Consulting. Um, there were many things that happened between me and my guy getting together in 2014, but 2014 was critical. Um, that was our year uh, 50 for the nation. And so my company was able to come in on the ground level and help add on with uh, the marketing and graphics and things on the back end. And so that was the kind of the first bite, if you will, at a major event with the nation outside of just coming and being a supporter. My first show improved was 2012, 2013. And I was actually scheduled to perform as an artist, but I also worked EOD. So people were shocked to see me on stage at the end of, of the show improved in a concert performing, but they were like, didn't you just pat me down? Right. Yeah, I do all of that, you know, from the front to the back door. So I'm just, I've, my goal has been to come in and be an asset, you know, and in doing that, it's one of those things, responsibility is, are you, do you see a need and are you able to respond? And so in that logic, that's been the way I've moved. Um, so we've done a, a host of things um, and all of those things are me. I'm a, I'm the sum total of all of my experiences. So to express who I am, I would only say, look at my work because that, you know, that's gonna be the best indicator of, you know, where my passions lie as a human being. Um, but that's that's pretty much the, the nuts and bolts of it. I mean, I do a lot of stuff. So I can't really like run it all down. It's one of those, do you need a fire build? Okay, I can build a fire too. <laughs> that's good, sister. I think that's, um, you know, a, a great example of all the things that uh, a woman can do. You know, a woman is a leader you know, in her own right, you know what I'm saying, just like a king, just like her goddess, you know what I mean? She so. can lead the uh, facets, you know, just like a man can. And, you know, I think that's a great way to, to set an example for a lot of other sisters, you know, to show them that they have power too, that they can shine, you know what I'm saying, on, you know, with the guidance, with the right guidance and the right light, you know what I'm saying, she can shine too, you know, and that's beautiful. Let's talk about some of the things that, um, you know, the earth cipher wants to do for the, the seas for, for our children nowadays the way that the schools are they're teaching them just about anything as young as five six years old uh, on on our show we were talking about how sesame street was um they had uh, commercials promoting vaccines to children who aren't even old enough to take them and um also where you know they have the lgbtq community they're teaching you know, our children about what it is to be uh, a boy, gay, or in between. What are some of the things the Earth Cypher are, are saying about, you know, things like that that are happening in the education of our children, which is also shaping the, their culture? Well, the premise for the Earth Cypher is to support original women. And so in supporting original women, the, the goal is that in them being supported, then they are able to pass it on to their children. Generally speaking, um, we advocate for natural childbirth. We advocate for holistic 
um, or clean eating and living. We advocate for homeschooling. I've been a homeschooler, my daughter's 13, and she's only been in public school for one school year. And that was a social experiment that failed drastically. Okay. And that was about third grade. So up until that point, she had been homeschooled or she went to a Montessori style school with regard to um, the local mosque here in my city. After that third grade experience, we went back to the homeschool model and I haven't had any, um, you know, drawback on it. All of that being said, our goal is to support the women. So there hasn't been anything that we have written or specifically come out in regards to the, the topics at hand. However, it's generally, it goes without stating that our our mothers are very concerned about the public school environment. And so in, in being concerned, they very much are involved and also considering alternative education options. So like I mentioned before, we have... Um, several sisters who either are homeschoolers or, uh, for instance, beautiful Umi Earth has a homeschool, well, it's more of a co-op in New York, but she was facilitating it virtually to help parents um, during the transition of coming back into, from the pandemic, having some support with the educational needs of their children. And so there are a variety of options uh, and those options we discuss and make available and support people in in our group. Okay, thank you. Thank you, sister. Um, so, with that being said, sister, you know, um, you know, how are, how are the sisters, uh, you know, growing. What, what's the what's the um, atmosphere like with the Earth Cipher and you know the movement uh, that you have? Uh, do you see a lot of sisters uh, signing on, wanting to get knowledge itself, or do you see that as being difficult at this day and time? Not so much difficult in this day and time. Well, it's difficult in this day and time because the devil is doing a hell of a job giving us all kinds of distractions, right? So it's definitely definitely a challenge. I'll say that one of the biggest topics are qualified men to lead. So there's an abundance of women who are interested in the culture, who have culture. Um, however, there aren't an adequate amount of suitable men and there's no um wild excessive ladder that's being set or height that's being set for for a man i'm just speaking about an able-bodied you know um employed stable-minded cultured knowledge lessons ready to lead the family type of, of man a lot of times the sisters are looking for that father or that leadership person to step in and be God, right? And so often that's not, they're finding people, they, they get to the friend zone, we can be cool, we can have these social conversations, or it becomes very casual and not so much about developing a God and earth relationship. So that would be the one concern that I see in that um, while there are abundant amount of brothers, 
them stepping up into the role to say, hey, I'm ready to lead a family. That's kind of the, you have women who are, are refined and who are, you know, getting their diets together and in the culture and wearing the three-fourths and bear witness that the black man is God, but they're single. They and they, they want a man, you know, but they want a man who bears witness and understands that he's God, like not striving to figure it out in a manner of speaking, because it, that becomes a how, how can you lead me if I know that the black man is God and you're not sure that the black man is God. So mm -hmm. finding gods who are in a place where they're ready to be in a relationship, they, you know, handled all of their back issues because everybody got something. So, you know, they got all of their ducks in a row and then the sisters is ready. And then we get these families together, you know, and we start having these unified original families. I think that's the biggest struggle is to get to that place because right. sisters are reaching out and they reach out to various people and brothers are reaching out and they're finding, you know, knowledge of self but getting those brothers and those women together right. in, a, in a good union, in a strong union that's supported and last past six months or a year, you know, you can go to more than one or two show and proves together. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, shout out to the, the couples who have worked and who are still together. Um, no doubt. But that's, that's the thing, you know, because at the end of the day, Knowledge yourself is a personal journey. There's nothing spooky about that. What are we supposed to do with it? And sure, we teach. That's that's what we're supposed to do. We're also we're, we're communal people. We're social people. So we're supposed to also get together and stay together to take care of these babies. <laughs> and we all yelling the babies are the great greatest, and we want to take care of the babies. But we're doing it like independently and. That, that has not worked for us. And so getting us together. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and I hear it a lot from sisters as well that it's difficult for them to find, you know, the right king, you know. But as far as like for the brothers, they for, they for the most part think that a lot of sisters, you know, they're just all about money. And there's just that disconnect there, you know, between the two. And if they just really just put all the bullshit to the side and use the knowledge itself and then understanding the value that they have within each other and in that union and in having a family, they'll see where that they all have their priorities in, in the wrong direction, man. The priority is within them starts within themselves, seeing the value of themselves first, and then being able to acquire the true knowledge of self and see exactly how that family unit is supposed to be built. You know, and to see that a lot of these families are doing it independently. And one of the things that we advocate here on Knowledge Reign Supreme, we believe that, you know, uh, businesses should be established by families, you know, husbands, wives, you know, gods, earths, together, building that establishment, they see the right there, seeing an example right there in front of them of their, you know, their, their parents doing for self, you know, doing independently. So, you know, the, that's being instilled in the child as they're being raised in that environment. 
you know, and they're acquiring the knowledge of self just by seeing their parents walking in that light. And in their role. You know, exactly, playing and their the, role. They're, and the brothers uh, say, you know, you said that the brothers are, are thinking that the sisters are just about money. Yes and no. Because light bills don't get paid for free. However, it's not just the monetary consideration. It's really the resource. And that's what she's supposed to do. In nature, a woman is going to look for the strongest, healthiest brute. He's going to have to go fight a couple of other ones. And if he wins, then we're here for it, right? And that's part, that's reality. Like women are, are going to consider the resources because in the event that I have to sit down and I will have to sit down when I conceive a child and, you know, I just had my, my, my son is a year and a couple of months and I am 40 and there's a life lesson in that. Like I was young when I had my first, she's 13, as I said, 13 years later, I had another one. I am grateful that I was very deliberate with my selection and it wasn't about money. It was definitely about resources and ability. And in choosing your female counterpart, there's some things that the brother should be considering too. It's not all about physicality, although that is definitely um, high because if there is no attraction, the chemical reaction is not occurring, then you know it messes up everything. That's where it starts. It starts in the mind. So, you know, that part is critical, but her ability to nurture is very critical. What is her knowledge on wellness? If that's important to you, you know, what is her ability or her understanding about homeschooling? Because in being with someone and choosing someone to be with, it's inevitable that the possibility is there that you will make a child. And in the event that you make a child, how will it be educated? So being more deliberate with how you choose, I think. So it's not a bad thing. I think the sisters yeah. are checking the resources because nine times out of 10, she's bringing some resources. Right. In the event that she goes in under this, this study to be your, your lieutenant, right? For whatever period that is, if she, when she has a baby, she could be working nine to five for five, 10 years. If she can see, she has to sit down for a bit and, Part of that check in the beginning is to make sure if I have to sit down, that I'm that we're gonna all be okay. And self-preservation is the first law of nature. So I think that that's okay, um, because just as she's checking again, the brother should be checking to see if things that are critical to him are being met. In doing so, we get to know one another. I think that we've just gotten so far away from knowing one another. We, we're barely getting to know ourselves, but even more so, we don't know each other. Right. Right. And I think uh, women thrive in an environment where they have security and stability. So a, a, a God being able to provide that for her, that actually helps him, you know, within, within that culture right there, because she's able to provide him with everything that he needs because she's secure. She has stability. She has confidence and belief in him, which she's putting all of that in him. And that builds him up. That makes him able to go out there 
and you know expend his energy doing the things that he's supposed to do come back home and replenish <laughs> you know what i mean because she's there it's to give him business. exactly it's a family business i do natural hair when i got with my god he's a barber master barber um going into school was never not in in the latter part of my life wasn't part of my plan because i didn't need a license however in us becoming a, a union understanding that he wanted to have other things in the future how can i align myself and so when i got with my god people would say well you know you're acknowledging the lessons because you just want to be with that man okay yeah what's wrong with that <laughs> That's my that's my man. If that's the language that he's speaking, why wouldn't I want to knowledge the wisdom of, of the cipher so we can have a better understanding? That's why wouldn't I want to do that, right? So I think being in a place where you we we talk about submission, as you know, we hear this this conversation a lot now. Can women submit? Are women submissive? Are men um, capable being be uh, women able to submit to men? And are men capable of being submitted to are they worthy if you will at the end of the day submission is a choice and getting playing your role is a choice as well so right. i wow. just use my personal relationship when i got with my god i had a job i had two or three of them because i was making sure that my ends were meeting right um but when i got with him i saw that there were things that he needed and me going down this my own path that I had been on wasn't going to be conducive to the family's overall goal. So I had to make some choices to realign myself with the direction and the path that he was going on. So I say that to say it is but for me to make that submission, I had to be confident in his leadership capabilities and where he was going, where I saw, you know, where he was heading. I had to like yield and trust that we're going to get there. So it takes two, and that's that's the, the main work. I think that's part of the work with the Earth Cipher is to help the sisters go through their growth and development and do the work that they, they're doing for themselves to get themselves together for themselves. And then, you know, so they can be great examples for their babies. But in doing that work and in being on their journey of gaining the knowledge of themselves, because they've gotten on a path that's, dealing with righteousness, willfully they cross paths with another righteous, you know, person who's either on his journey or further along and, you know, they intersect and make a perfect 90 degree angle, right? That would be the ideal outcome of the earth cipher and that would be the icing on the cake is to see women going through their growth and development and their own personal refinement, young women, you know, mature women being able to either be stronger in their established relationship or come into a new relationship and be a great asset to, you know, that God and generate strong, unified families. Because at the end of the day, we, we say that women are the first teacher, but that, that there's critical parts missing. You know, we need first provider and protector, which that comes with the knowledge. And right. then, then the women can fall into that place of, you know, rotating on their axis and being in that proper tilt so that their wisdom and their understanding is powerful, but not um, 
not detrimental. And a lot of sisters are operating in such a strong force. That's why you get these, these hurricanes and these tornadoes and these earthquakes because they're having to, to operate in a different capacity than what they were meant to. They're wearing the weight of he and her. And so I'm striving to help the sisters get back into the her and then striving to help, you know, cheer the brothers on to get in the heat together. And then we'll all come back and then we'll have that cipher that'll be complete. No doubt. No. Uh, how is being earth relevant in this day and time, especially for younger sisters who, who may want to announce itself? Earth is only relevant as you make it, right? Um, it's relevant to me because I see the beauty in the correlation between the planet Earth and myself. Um, I, so I, I, that can only answer it for myself in that, in that regard. Uh, I think that it's, there are a lot of things that aren't taught like a home ec and things of that nature. And so being earth gives a woman, a young woman an opportunity to learn how to be a wife. And I say wife with air quotations because culturally we don't advocate going to get married um, in that regard. However, there are many instances where that's necessary. So I say wife just from the perspective of being the, the earth or the counterpart for that man and being a you know caretaker for the children and a nurturer and a support and a help me. So from that stance, I think being an earth is very important because it gives a sister, we're on the knowledge culture day, it gives a sister those training units, you know, how to get a man, how to keep a man, how to raise your children, how to sew, cook, clean, how to act at home and not be abroad. <laughs> Where them sisters at? <laughs> They're around. They are around. But they few and far between because we have such an over-sexualized, you know, drip culture. Everything is boobs up, butt out. <laughs> hey, sister, so is this culture just for the original woman? No, the culture is for all the human families of the planet Earth. However, the original woman is the only one that I bear witness to being like the Earth or the Earth being symbolic of the original woman. So can a um, European woman, a Caucasian woman be Earth? No. She can be civilized. She can be righteous. So what's the exact distinction between being uh, righteous and civilized and being earth. Being earth, well, being earth, well, we say being earth and that only is by way of it being symbolic. To be an original woman, one must have an origin in this universe that ties to that carbon base. And so when I say original, I'm speaking about anyone with a melanated pigment within my walk and journey. Um, I don't tend to say people of color and that's been my, my pet peeve for a while. I prefer to say people of culture because original people have always had culture. However, the European um, 
the Europeans' culture would have been to go in and circumvent or subvert or supplant others' culture. And that's just over the historical context. So when we talk about the uh, differentiation of um, a Caucasian woman being an earth, that, that's a cognitive dissonance. Like wet can't be dry. <laughs> it's just, it just can't. So let me ask you, um, are you teaching the sisters that, you know, the black man is the original man, that he's the maker, the owner, cream of the planet Earth, father of civilization? In the Earth Cypher, our, our knowledge degree all says the same thing. It asks the question, who is the original man? And it all, it, they all answer the same way. The original man is the Asiatic black man, the maker, the owner, cream of the planet, earth, five civilization, and God of the universe. That's what all of our degrees say. And we also bear witness that within that degree, we're equally present, even though it's not saying who is the original woman, right? We know that that inherently includes us because we are one. You can't have all and subtract any component and it still be all. So if God That's said let there be light, I was there taking notes. <laughs> definitely, definitely. You know, um, we love having the conversation, sister, and it's good to hear, sister, being able to speak you know, uh, with the knowledge of self because it, it, it attracts people because that's power. You know, um, when, when your sister know, speaking with, with such high degree of knowledge of self and knowing who her God is, knowing who, who the original man is. And when um, uh, the man, he's able to hear that, you know what I'm saying? That makes him walk in his righteous self, you know what I'm saying? Because he's getting that confirmation that he needs from his, you know, his better half or his other half. Check and balance. Exactly. Definitely. Definitely check and balance. Means. Definitely. Um, and, you know, we feel that this 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 society that we live in is kind of what uh, is responsible for you know distracting our brothers and sisters from knowing who they really are and going into their roles. Uh, and we see a lot of them um, going into these schools and then marching straight into corporate America, and they don't really have a chance to spend time with their families. They don't have a chance to find out who they are because they spend the, most of their day, most of their week, most of their years, you know, carrying out somebody else's agenda. And they never have a chance to look at their own agenda and say, okay, what am I building for myself? I can't even build a relationship because most of my day I'm over here doing stuff with somebody else. How you can't build a relationship two hours a day. <laughs> you can't build that kind of, and then you splitting that time with your child then you got to go to sleep. You never really get a chance to build a relationship with your man or your child, you know? And it's because a lot of people have bought into this corporate culture thinking, go out here, get some money and, you know, uh, you know, try to uh, get this life, but you don't have a chance to build relationships. You know Indeed. what I'm saying? And life is definitely about relationships. I would implore everyone to take personal inventory of their life since um, the reopening of society. I think that the pandemic was one of the greatest things socially that could have happened. Oh, I digress from the, the loss of life because that's never like the, a joyous thing in that regard. However, the amount of stillness that 
people had to yield to is something that hasn't been experienced in a hundred years or so, right? Since the, the swine flu or whatever they were talking about when everything got, you know, very, very much like it is now back then. So I think that during the time of being um, in the house and being more mindful, just the basic hygiene protocol, being more mindful of the people in your space. So you were in your home and you're around your progeny, you're around your, your husband, your wife, your children, your, your spouse. And so you get to actually know those people. I'm a homeschooler, so I'm, I'm blessed to be able to see my child daily. But it, it was very much an aha moment for a lot of critics who felt that, you know, my daughter is at a disadvantage because she's not going to a traditional school. Well, lo and behold, all your babies is at home on the computer trying to figure this homeschool thing out. I can't tell you how many sisters I spoke with. I do, you know, mentoring. So um, I do, you know, sessions with sisters who need information on how to homeschool or a variety of different things. And the amount of relief that people got from being back at home, number one, so the amount of time that it took to get ready, to get to work, to get back home, that part was taken away. So there was a level of stress that was relieved. The ability to know, you know, it used to be in the 80s or, you know, we said, do you know where your children are at like nine o'clock? It was kind of like a little, you know, my, my guy makes comments about that little kind of commercial that used to come on. It's 10 o'clock. Do you know where your children are? Nowadays, a lot of people can't tell you where their children are at 930. 9.45, 10 o'clock. But I can tell you where mine is. She's going to be in the bed. My kitchen is going to be clean. She's going to have a bath because it's old school around here. I think that it gave people an opportunity to get back to some core um, fundamental teachings, the things that they, my grand, the things my granny used to do, or my mother used to do. And I think that was that's a benefit. I just hope that people don't lose those lessons that they right. gained being able to take that time. You've got the same 24 hours now that you had in 2020. And we managed to figure out how to work, do whatever homeschooling, and then spend time with the family. So I, I will that people remember that part of spending the time with the family because that's how you develop those relationships. And they are critical um, because that's all that matters at the end of the day. Everything else could pass away. And the one thing that people will sit up and remember and hold huge regret for are the relationships that they didn't either invest into or um, that they neglected or disregarded, I should say. I, I think it exemplifies how, uh, you know, having, by having a knowledge of self, you can look at a negative situation and draw something positive out of it because you're absolutely right. You know, uh, the pandemic caused people to spend time together <laughs> you know and it's it's crazy what you said because i remember you know hearing parents you know ready for their children to go back to school you know what i mean and that's something i'm like you know they, that means they got conditioned by not having their ch children around you know what i'm saying which like we was just mentioning before so when you look at it Yes, it created an environment where they were forced to spend time 
with their children or, you know, with their family, be there together. And and people were so not used to it, they were being annoyed by it. You know what I mean? They're so ready for their yeah. children to go back. They found but, out that little Tanisha, that it wasn't the teacher's fault, that little Tanisha, it got a little fly-ass mouth. And the right. teacher can only go so far, so that's why she keep getting put out of the classroom. Now when you're at home and you see the what little Tanisha is doing, it's not the teacher. Now you have to be parental. And that's the thing that I think the pandemic taught us is how much of our life we are not in control of. Mm. That's we right. are not in control of our children's education. Your child is going to school and not being told about slavery, but being forced to have a conversation about gender neutrality. There's See, a problem there. Exactly. And I just want to point out with, on what you just said, because we're not parenting in this society. And how do we know that? Uh, just uh, a, a few weeks ago, there was a 12-year-old and a 14, 12-year-old girl and a 14-year-old boy or vice in South Florida. They were shooting AKs at police. There were two young girls who cut school from DC and their plan was to call an Uber driver, take his car and go joyride and they end up killing him. You know what I'm saying? And just so many things across the country. The, the little young rapper, he was only 21 years old. He was on his IG Live they shot him on IG Live over there in, in California. So yeah, we don't, we're not controlling, uh, we're not, we don't even have a hand in our children's future. Somebody else does. And look what's happening to our children. They're dying at a young age. They're throwing their lives at a young age because they don't understand the quality of life. No one's there to uh, show them the quality of life. They don't care. So they just spending life like it's, like it's nothing, like it's free. You know, sort of like this fiat money they out here spending. As soon as they get it, it's, they're spending on this, spending on that. They live in life so fast. They live in a, a microwave world. And it's so sad because we have to stop this. Be still. Take the opportunity to be still and actually teach our children. Have a hand in their lives. Teach them something that, you know, because we always say this, you know, don't learn from your own mistakes. Learn from someone else's mistakes. You see what I'm saying? And they need to learn from the mistakes that we made. And we're the best example for them, you know? But there's a disconnect there. We are not parenting. We're not playing our role. You're right. And part of that is that we're talking at them and not to them in, in the sense that, for instance, I'm 40. I have stolen before. And I've told my child that I've stolen before. So that it removes this false idea that I can do no wrong. So when I tell you what I'm telling you, it's because not because I think I know, honey, I've been there, done it. And a lot of times we have to remove that false veil that, you know, we've never done it. I think that's part of getting to the core of breaking those walls down. At the end of the day, we aren't parenting our children, we're managing them. Right like an app, you know, and every couple of days you have to update the app, right? Or download some information and then update the app. And that's part of why I think the downfall is because parents aren't parenting. It's being left to a, a mode. Uh, and, and a lot of it is not so much even within the parent's control because you have, like I said, light bills have to be paid. Rent has that's to be true. paid, mortgage has to be paid. Nothing freedom ain't free. 
And so if you have to go into the world and provide for your family, the it takes you out of the role of being the educator and the nurturer and the healer in the home. So now you're left with the teacher, which nowadays we don't have educators like used to be that, you know, were mothers themselves and had gray hair and, you know, might as well have been big mom, right? They had the back on part, right? We don't have teachers like that no more. Teachers are 23, they're Caucasian, and they then came into an inner city school because of a program that helped them pay off their student loans. So we're a project to help them get out of debt. And they have no experience with our children. And everybody is a threat because all they have is social media. So our boys aren't able to be rambunctious as their boys are able to be rambunctious because it's looked at as being offensive or threatening. Our girls can't have the flavor that we come with as little chocolate black girls because that's misunderstood because you're not from that. That's not your modality. So I think it, it becomes a ripple effect. So we're not raising our children. We're managing and managing them because there is truly a plan at place in play. Um, and so taking those, taking control of those reins only will only happen, I feel like, with us getting back to those strong families. Man being a provider, sister being able to take care of these babies. And I'm not saying that women have to just be barefoot and pregnant at the house. I am saying, though, that there has been a great disparage, disparaging tilt economically and socially where women are having to manage in a huge amount. And right women are managing is a load that should be shared by a suitable partner, a head of the household, a man. And so, and a lot of women are not feeling confident to yield because if I yield that, are you can I trust that we gonna be okay? And so finding that, you know, in, I don't know if they do it in corporate America, but I know they used to do it in school where they would have you stand up and kind of fall into, you know, your neighbor, they're supposed to hold, be there to catch you. And it's a right, team building right. exercise to, you know, bring about support and trust of your coworker and your, you know, your partner and trust that if you don't have it, that they'll figure it out or they know it, right? We need to start doing those type of team builder exercises amongst ourselves because there is a, there's like this dog chasing its own tail thing happening. And so to, to stop that cycle, I think will help us get back to a place where we're able to parent our children. Right. right. So what role does the God play in that? I mean, how does how does the God, you know, assume his leadership role with all these different um attacks on him that's happening now? What, what is it? Make it up in his mind. Make it up in his mind. Because that's where it starts. Um, and then figure out the plan, be it he has a job, he's in corporate America, he wants to climb the corporate America chain and you know raise rank within the organization he's in. He wants to start his own business. I advocate that every man have a trade. If you don't have a degree, get a trade. Hell, if you have a degree, get a trade. 
Because <laughs> I tell you what, if they shut off the electrical grid and we can't do accounting and none of the numbers and computer logistics stuff that men have degrees in, you better be able to use a hammer and an axe Sorry. or a saw or go fishing or shoot a gun, a BB or something. Like you need to be able to get some pelts. I mean, you might have to like, you know, take a bunch of raccoon skins. And I'm, anyway, do you have a trade? So, <laughs> you, you need a trade. You think our men are being feminized with the way society is? You, do you think um, our fight to feminize our men to basically hinder them from assuming their true role? There's a, there is a distinct effort to feminize the man and masculate the woman. So to make the female masculine and to make the man not so masculine. And again, like I said, a lot of that is by the social structure of the woman being in a place where she's having to manage so much because there's not a man in the play in, in the home. But then we get into when you have that conversation, you have to get into um, You have to get into role. I say that because while you may be the breadwinner, there will come a time where you will have to yield what you have become comfortable with or what's been given. I often say we haven't made it where we're going because we're not willing to give the devil back everything he gave us. And until we're willing to give the devil back everything that he gave us. And we say that the devil gave us nothing, but the devil has given quite a bit. Enough to keep us pacified and complacent. And until we get to a place where we can give, or willing to give those type of modern luxuries back, right? We'll forever be in the cycle. Um, so if you're the breadwinner and you're working this corporate America job and you get with a man who says he wants you to be in the house, are you willing to sacrifice that corporate America six figure, seven figure, whatever your job is to say, okay, well, I'm gonna come on into the house. That's a hard question because that means your, uh, modality of life, your quality of living, your standard of living might change. Are you so caught into that though? Right, that would be the thing that the devil gave those illusions. Um, when people were marching and protesting, I'm not very much an advocate for protesting. I was of the notion that if all of those people just sent out a text message and said, Okay, we have to go protest and march and walk in the streets anyway, just everybody stay home, nobody would have been arrested, nobody would have had a rubber bullet shot at them. I know one young man lost his eye because of them using non-lethal measures during the protest, right? But the same effect would have been reached if we had made a concerted effort to financially protest against certain things until there was a change or we got what we were looking for. So I think that those are the types of things that it's going to take us considering and it's it's so much because it's been so much that it's not going to happen all at once. Um, it's very much going to have to be, you know, a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. But I do think that 
women getting to a place where they are willing to have the conversation that, hey, I do want you to leave. And then brothers putting themselves in a place to be able to pick up that cross. Because at the end of the day, again, if you don't have any trade or education, how are you going to take care of yourself, let alone a family? Right. So just equipping, you know, getting brothers in a place where they're self-sufficient so that they can then decide for themselves what they want to do, you know, choose for themselves the best part. And then women, again, working on themselves and raising their equality, because I often say you can't knowledge God until you knowledge your own equality. And so doing their own work to see the divinity within themselves and to be their supreme self by knowledge and their equality to see themselves as the earth, then you can step into a place where being with a God makes sense. You know, you can't put the wisdom before the knowledge. That's just not, that's not the wisest thing to do. It's best to, to learn and then move versus moving without having the knowledge. When when you say for um, the knowledge, what's the foundation of that? Where do you get that from? Well, I quote facts. You ought to know before you move. Knowledge is a process of learning, so that's a scientific experiment. So if you actually learn, take the time to observe, look, listen, to learn then you're in a better position to know which way to move. Sometimes movement isn't even the best option. Being still is more adequate for the situation. However, if you don't know what you're dealing with, you might get caught out there in a bad way. No doubt, no doubt, thank you. Uh, he says, so, you know, we gonna, um, you know, as we gonna wind down to bring this down to uh to a close, you know, we want to ask you what kind of uh, things can we expect from the Earth Cipher in the future? You know, some of the things that you're working on to, to help the sisters, um, you know, what kind of projects you're working on, if, if any, and uh, um, Well, ACES Outreach is a nonprofit that we are, that I, my God, and a couple of other local individuals have, and it stands for Arts, Culture, Education, Saves, and we are currently running a um, GoFundMe campaign in uh, our efforts to get a space, a building for a youth center uh, here in Dallas. So that's one initiative that we're working on, and you can um, find ACES Outreach online, and you can find it on GoFundMe and support. That's one initiative. As far as the Earth Cipher, I am in the process. Tonight tonight was the first, you know, night, but doing a podcast that will be a, a continuation of the Earth Cipher print um, publication. Um, you can catch me online at divinealaw5percent.com. Um, you can also find content from the 5% newspaper online at uh, the5percentnews.com. Um, you can find me across all social medias at Black Page Online or at I Am Black Page. And then also at um, The Earth with an S, E-A-R-T-H-S, Cypher. So that's the YouTube channel. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And all of those mediums will have anything that's new coming up. 
Um, I'm also online at blackpageonline.com. So that's the best way to find out personal okay. things um, because everything I do will, will be connected there. And then I have a Facebook group called The Socials Mix. And it's a great opportunity for the conversations that we have within the various platforms that I deal with for those conversations to be continued on. And so I am hoping that uh, to come back and hang out with you all again, but then I'll be doing WCW, which will be Why Civilized Woman Wednesday. And that'll be um, a week, a bi-weekly um, situation. Shout out to uh, the guy. Peace, 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 everybody. Welcome to Knowledge Reign Supreme, the Supreme Team Podcast. My name is Dr. Black. I'm here with my co-host, War Scars. And today we have a special guest, the sister, Umi Sudan Earth. She's coming from the Earth Cipher. She's going to be building with us today and um, going to be telling us about the things that she's got going on. And we're going to have a, a beautiful build uh, and get to know her uh, on our platform. Welcome to the platform, Sister Umi Sudan Earth. How you feeling today, Sister? Master for uh, linking us all up. I don't That's know if it's supposed to be on the call because I, I was expecting for him to be in here with us too. He was, he, he was traveling and so. Okay. But. Uh, well, sending, um, sending mad peace to God. He's the one to ask a couple of questions as well. So he was texting in questions. Uh, so just for clarity, sister, do you help women who not are not original? Do you build with women who aren't original as well? Or you just build with original women? Just for clarity. I mean, I'm a civilized person, so I, I build with whoever is building. Um, no, no. But in us, in, when we say building, there has to be a determined idea. And when it comes to my social network and who I spend time with and hang with socially, you're going to generally find me around sisters. Because no, that's where I'm the most comfortable. However, I am here to teach. And so if educating and being informed is something that you're interested in, that is part of my duty. I think that there are, and the thing is though, here's the thing. When you are of the other side, so if you're a Caucasian and you want to come into the house and you want to learn and you want to sit at the table and, and, and suck, eat, break bread, you have to proceed with an open heart and an open mind and recognize that the space you're walking into, you're a guest, right? Righteousness is for all of us. But when we talk about like the sacredness of practicing my culture, my way of life, that's putting you into the essence of me because culture is, we, we dealing with the knowledge culture today. So I would be remiss if I did not manifest today's mathematical reality, knowledge being the foundation of all things in existence and the process of learning and culture being the manifestation of a person's food, their dress, their conversation, their art, their way of life. And so when you know your culture, you are empowered by it and you will not let anybody step foot anywhere in your culture and be disrespectful to it. And I think that we have not learned that lesson enough and so oftentimes we allow guests to come amongst family and we forget that we have guests in the house. And I'm from the old school, I'm country. So when grown folks is talking, 
you're supposed to sit down and be quiet and do the knowledge. And with that, <laughs> I say peace. No doubt, no doubt, sister. Thank you. And so, yeah, definitely, if anybody is in the Dallas area, y'all can reach out to the sister, you know what I mean, on her Facebook, she will build with y'all. If y'all want to just build on Facebook, she'll build with y'all, you know what I mean? So definitely Anywhere shout in the out. States. That's Texas, Oklahoma, Louisiana, Arkansas, Mississippi, Alabama, or Tennessee. Those are the seven states in Region 5. And then if you're anywhere else, I'll strive to find somebody that is near you that can connect with you. Definitely, definitely. Thank you, sister, for coming to the platform and building yeah. with us and spreading that knowledge and letting people know what's going on with you, especially out there, you know, what you're doing, that work that you're putting in um, with the Earth Cypher. That's a beautiful thing. And I know you got more great things to come. And we do look forward to be building with you again in the future, see where progress has been made and the other things that we can do. So peace to you, peace to the nation, you know, peace to everybody, you know, that's that's um, you know, a part of this or listening, and you know, happy to hear what's going on. That's that's Indeed. what's up, man. Peace to all the human families of the planet Earth and peace to a large five percent. All right. And we're gonna end this one now. Peace to everybody. Now's reign supreme.